if somebody is not wanting to accept your advice, just because you want to give somebody advice don't mean they got to accept it. Everybody has the autonomy and the freedom. yourself you ready to do this girl let's do this <laughs> <laughs> all right so for you all uh that may not know this is miss brina fairbanks uh she's she's uh she's uh one of she's one of the realtors that's been with us for a good amount of time and we're and, you know we're very very i'm very excited to be able to interview and learn a little bit more about Brina together with you guys uh, I can definitely say she's down for, for Brooks and Davis real estate firm. Uh, she's always been an advocate. She's always helped uh, when needed, when asked. Uh, she provides a lot of value to us and we really appreciate her. Uh, and now we're going to, now it's all about her. So Brina, this is an opportunity. Uh, I'm going to ask you some questions uh, and it's a, a way for you to really show everyone a, another side of who you are, right? Okay. Um, you know, this, you know, I'll, real briefly, I'll talk about the real estate, I mean, the Real to Life podcast. The, the idea was uh, to create a platform where as realtors, we could offer a different dimension of ourselves to our audience and to, and you know, to your personal audience, your personal sphere of influence, uh, as well as the Brooks and Davis audience. Because what I feel is, is that agents aren't appreciated. And I don't feel like customers appreciate us. Like, I don't feel like they understand the many dimensions that we are. Uh, to see us as, as this one thing, you know, we're just here to work miracles. Uh, you're just here to do what I say and follow my bidding. So I just kind of feel like sometimes. So I, I wanted to create an opportunity for us to, for us to see the many areas and the many dimensions mm -hmm. of us as, as people, because we're human, we're human beings, not human doings. Right. So that's what this is about. And I also wanted to use it as a platform. You know, you know, you know, I know through the questionnaire, a couple of questions we ask about challenges and things like that. So, you know, I'm going to bring those up and, and you know, we'll do some coaching through that as well. Uh, so, again, we have Rena Fairbanks as our guest, our guest realtor for today. So, before we get started, Brenna, is there like your social media, like where if people want to follow you or they want to connect with you on social media, uh, what's the best place for them to do that? So they can meet, um, find me on Facebook, okay. uh, Instagram, and Twitter, and the handle is Brina Rochelle. Oh, make it easy, huh? Make it easy. Make it real easy. All right, so at Brina Rochelle, that's B-R-E-N-N-A. R-O-C-H-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. And then, uh, you know, in our re-edits, we'll see if we can get it on the screen. Uh, okay. At Brina Rochelle, she's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right, perfect. So y'all go follow Brina. All right, so Brina, you know, tell us a little bit about some hobbies or activities that you and your family are a part of. So um, I am a mother of two. 
and my life really actually revolves around them for the most part. Don't they? So, all. Ain't that ain't that the same for all of us, Brenda? Yeah. So it's um, volleyball. My youngest one, she's she'll be fifteen on the twentieth of this month. Yay! Yay. And so she plays club volleyball. And so it's typically running behind her. And then I have a um, one that just turned 18. So she's a senior. So this year has really been about um, senior year. Just wow. trying to get them acclimated or getting her. Like, I'm really proud of her. But um, yeah, she's done a lot of stuff by herself um, mm -hmm. with little help of mom. But I'm <laughs> really proud of her. Um, but some of the things, we, we're just family-oriented people. Like we just spend a lot of time with our family, um, just hanging out until COVID happened. So, all right. Uh, so, so volleyball, spending time with your family, you mm -hmm. know. So those are the things that 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 you're really into, right? So how long, like how long have you been volleyball mom? That's what you put on here, volleyball mom. I have been volleyball mom since she was in the fifth grade. Oh, wow. And this is your 18-year-old? No, the 15-year-old. The 15-year-old. Okay. So for the last 10 years, you've been in the trenches with her. Yes. So we started out as, um, so, you know, as a parent, you want your kids to kind of get involved in stuff. Mm. And so our oldest when she kind of found her niche and she kind of ran with it, which was basketball. Mm -hmm. And so we tried tennis. We tried um, swim. We just tried a little bit of everything. And one of the um, flyers came home about a volleyball camp and she tried it. And yeah. we have been playing volleyball every since, literally, <laughs> literally. That's, that's wonderful. So she found it and brought it to you. Uh, you. You didn't do like me. So like my son, he didn't really have, a, I, I kind of tried to persuade him to the whole baseball thing. I was like, hey man, you know, they're doing this little league baseball. You want to try that out, bro? You know, you ain't doing mm -hmm. No, we tried that with, okay, so we tried that with tennis. Okay. <laughs> on our way to tennis one morning, they were like, oh no, one afternoon, they were like, so next time you want to put us in something, can you ask us first? <laughs> and I was like, no, that's not how that works. Yeah, no, that's she not. Did, no, she, so she's one of those kids that will bring it to you, and this is how it goes, this is what we need to do, and this is how it works. So wow. she is one of those A, B, C, D, and she's going to make sure that it happens. That's what I'm talking about. So tell us a little bit about what volleyball mom looks like. So what, what do you typically do? What does it look like? So what does it look like? So practice is on Mondays and Wednesdays from 5.30 to 7.30. Oh, wow. Yeah. Two hours. So while she's at volleyball practice, I'm trying to get a workout in at the park around the corner. <laughs> it don't always work out that way, but that's typically what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Or running errands while she's at practice. And then we typically during the season, so during club, so we play high, we play, we play for high school. So we're at Manville High School. Mm -hmm. And um she played JV as a freshman this year. So very proud. Wow. That's good mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so those games are that's your Tuesday and Tuesday and Fridays. Mm -hmm. You're gonna spend from five to about nine o'clock at night. That's where mm -hmm. we are. Wow. And then um, and traveling around the city of Houston, depending on where you're going. <laughs> then during club season, it is practice on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then we have at least two tournaments a month. Mm -hmm. And that starts from December all the way to June. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah. 
it is the, probably we have to be there about 7.30 a.m. Mm. And we're not done till about 2.30, 3 o'clock. Oh, that's your whole day. That is my whole day. <laughs> so this weekend we're traveling to Austin for okay. a volleyball tournament. Yeah, and it just, I was looking at the schedule and our last game is at 8.30 at night. How about that? Yeah, so that's the life of a volleyball. You wouldn't give it up for the world, would you? I would not. <laughs> now, now you also- see her play is like, she's a, so for her to be an introvert, you would never know that on a volleyball court. And mm. that's just what I love to see about her. Yeah, so volleyball, what it sounds like you're saying is, is volleyball gives her the opportunity to really blossom and really show mm-hmm. a side of herself that most people probably don't experience, because uh, she's introverted. Mm-hmm. And that just- like we, had a, we had a gathering at our house on Sunday and we had like company from out of town. She was literally in her room the entire time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's an introvert thing or if that's just a fifteen th- year old thing. Because my fourteen. No, when they left, she came out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. When they left, she came out. Yeah. Oh yeah, mine. She just she just be in her room. My fourteen year old baby. So I I thought maybe it was just a teenager thing. That's what she did. Now you mentioned about church and love teaching. Right. So why don't you talk about so I teach high school and what I can't and what I can say about you, Brina, is, is that you do love, 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 love teaching. <laughs> and most teachers can't say that. So, yes, go ahead. Um, a little background. So I um, straight out of high school, I went into the medical field as a surgical tech for 15 years um, and then because of working at a surgery center, I kind of was like, well, I need another job. And so um, I started doing substitute teaching and I tried it on the elementary level and then it was, excuse the bell, because I am, I'm at work. Because you're at work, huh? <laughs> um, so my very first time I was like, oh my gosh, this is where I need to be. But then also doing it, I was like, what, do, what else do I do to supplement that income? And so that's how I got into real estate part-time. But but teaching, like, oh my gosh, it is like, yeah, I thrive coming to work. Yeah. It's always, what can I do to be a better teacher? And like, I was questioning myself the other day, am I doing enough? And my students, just out of the blues, just started talking, was like, yeah, if it wasn't, the way you teach is awesome. Like, we actually like coming to your class. Yeah. Um, I come to school to come to your class sometimes. And <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah, like we have fun in your class. And so that's what I enjoy about it. And so that we can have open dialogue, we can talk about everything, but we also learn. Obviously, I'm not here just to give you, I'm not here for a paycheck. Right. I'm here to actually make sure that when you guys go and so I teach health science, mm-hmm. which is what I did for 15 years. And so now I'm raising up the next generation. I want you to be the best doctor, nurse, whatever it is that you want to be. And so you're not going to do it. You know, if you're not going, if you're going to halfway do it here, I'm not going to let you out my program. Yeah. And, and it seems what it sounds like you're saying is you get a lot of fulfillment out of, uh, you know, like you said, you're not just doing it for the paycheck. You're getting fulfillment out of seeing them grow, seeing them you know, learn. And this is something that you experienced. Matter of fact, you're, you're teaching at the same school you went to, right? 
Yes, I graduated from the school that I teach at now. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're teaching, I guess you're following, teaching the same curriculum or track that you experienced yourself mm -hmm. in high school. Right. So, so you can kind of relate to the students of, you know, you know what they're experiencing, what they're learning, and, and, and then help them make that connection to what they are going to experience in, in real life because you did it already. It's like you, you've already walked that path. Right. And, and you're able to, to do it. I mean, to, to show them, you know, to, to help them uh, not make the same mistakes or run into the same challenges that you ran into because you, you've seen it already. Yeah, for the most part, and then I, but to give them real life experiences. This is mm -hmm. not something that I like. You know, they're like, "Hey, can we watch Grey's Anatomy?" I'm gonna give you the real thing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm not gonna give you Grey's Anatomy. I'm gonna give yeah. you Brina's book of what it's really like in the operating room or working in the hospital. Yeah, and you're so, taking the you're taking the Hollywood out of it. Huh? I am, and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Good yeah. stuff, man." All right. Well, look, like I said, we have we have a nice amount of people on here. So if y'all have questions or any comments that y'all want to make for Brina, you know, chime in. Um, you know, mm -hmm. this is this that's what this is all about. Is we learn more about her, uh, and then we can all kind of grow together. Yeah. Ask um, anything. Okay. So now you said about volleyball, mom, and I saw how much time it takes, and you know, you and you're working, you know, within another passion, which is a blessing as well, being a teacher. You know, how do you blend all of that together when it comes to real estate? So for real estate, I, um, when I first initially meet my client, I kind of walk them through um, the process. Mm -hmm. um, first, actually, how did, how did we get to this conversation? Was it a <laughs> referral? Um, yes, how did we get on the phone or how did we get to a meeting? So was it a referral or was it an open house that I did or did you see it through social media? And so I will say that a lot of it is between social media and um, like the old classmates. Hey, I saw that you're a real estate agent. Can you help me with this? And so um, once we dive into, you know, what is it that they're looking to, then I kind of give them an outline of what it's going to take for us to get to the goal. To the finish line and so i do actually you know i have a, like a printout of exactly what each step looks like so you're not blindsided right by, you know like at the beginning of the class i give the kids an idea of what we're going to learn for that day so here's the stuff that we're in this is what we're going to do so once we get that you know the contract then this is what's expected next and it costs money to buy a house okay <laughs> So understand if this is what you don't have, then this is not the time. And sometimes you just have to be upfront with you know your clients as to what what where we're going with this process. And if it's not the time for it, then let's always revisit it. It's not it's not an end all be all. Yeah. So it sound it sound it sound it kind of sounds like I was I got all tripped up on that one. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you approach your clients the same way you like you approach you know your clients the way you approach your students like teaching them and mm -hmm. wanting them to understand the process right more than just their real estate situation or their need you want them to you want them to know and learn and grow through mm -hmm. the, that's wonderful yeah. so, so again what um what was like how do you how do you how do you piece it together though 
like time. Cause you know, we only get 24 hours unless you get extra hours. Like, I don't know about you. I only get 24. Mm. Brandon, you may get a couple extra hours, man. You know, so bloody. Uh, but how do you, how do you balance it all? You know, how do you merge it all together between your passions of teaching and being a volleyball mom, as well as, you know, helping your clients as real realtors, as a realtor? Uh, I actually make a schedule and I try to go by that schedule. So I set a time apart for, for volleyball. Um, I set time apart for, you know, for the, even for my daughters. And I set time, you know, pretty, uh, pretty much my weekends. Hey, cutie. Um, I set time apart for, like, I literally make a schedule and I try to, I, I don't always go by, but I try my best to go by so that I'm now setting apart, you know, now it's real estate time and I'm not like I've made um prime example is I've told my students I don't check emails after 7 p.m. because either I'm doing real estate or I'm doing my family time. I'm only putting in grades on Sundays and Thursdays because again I have a life outside of teaching. I love them dearly and I want to see them blossom, but I still have a life outside of that. So I make a schedule. Right. And so even for my real estate clients. You know, this is when I'm available. I not let them know up front. Yes, I am a teacher. So anytime after, you know, you can text me anytime. But I do let them know that, hey, I am a teacher, um, but we're we I'm flexible. Does it make sense? Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. Um, communication is just a key part of it. And then setting that schedule. Um Ellen asked the question. I know. You can you can some engagement, girl. They asking questions. Uh, Tanya, as a matter of fact, Tanya, she she just came out of the educational system as well, and she probably loves it just as much as you do. Uh, and she she's giving me a shout on that tool that you talked about uh, with your clients. That um, thank you. My first sale. Um, oh, my first sale. Ah. My first sale was right after. Um, passing my certification. So what well, actually what happened was he became like a mentor type brother type relationship with one of the real estate agents that I met. And so he had given me um, his rentals. So he had a house that was on a, a market for rentals and everybody that did not qualify for his particular house, he sent them to me. So that's how I built a, a relationship. Yeah. with my first set of clients. But my first actual sale was a um, church member and she was very patient, I will say, in the process. And so, um, but because of her, I was able, she did give me a shout out after it was all said and done. I will say it was probably my hardest, my hardest um, sale. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. All right, and 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 you know, cause you know, our podcast listeners can't see the question that you got, but um, okay, I feel like members asked Brina, what was what was her first sale, and how soon did it occur, and how soon from becoming a licensed realtor um, did she? So how long did it take for you to get all of that stuff? So I decided in January that I was going to be get my real estate license, and I did that. Um, so I went through the classes. I started in February, and I finished in the end of March. And then um, I didn't, let's see, let me work this right. Because everybody, um, 
testing is not my best strategy. It's not my best suit. So it did take me a couple of tries to get that certification, but I was determined. So I finished, I actually got um, the second part was September. And I, my, yeah, my, my neck, my closing, she found that um, we closed like later on that month. So she knew that I was in the process of getting my license. Yeah. And so she kind of waited through the process. So you didn't have an affiliate program like we have now. You had to tell her like, girl, we're going to do this thing simultaneously. Don't worry about it. Yeah, pretty for the most part. But, yeah. I got yeah. you. But look, well, yeah. you did better than me because it took me eight months before I did my first sale after being licensed. Um, and so that was a real um, eye-awakening. It was very eye-awakening for me how challenging this business can be without the right guidance. Right. Uh, man, which is something that, which is what really kind of fuels me why, why I do what I do as the broker and coach and all that other stuff is that I don't want people to feel like I was or be like me when I first got in this business and I was just out here drowning. Um, so that's that's great. Well, th well thank you, Brenda, for answering Ellen's question. And if anybody else has questions or, or any comments that they want to make, please feel free uh, to jump in. As you can tell, we read them. <laughs> <laughs> see them all right so let's pivot a little bit Brina. okay um you know one of the one of the questions i asked you was about your biggest life challenge uh, and you put leaving generational wealth so why don't you talk a little bit more about that and, and why you feel like that's a challenge for you so when you don't know you have to start learning for yourself mm -hmm. you just have to start educating yourself and so having two daughters I don't want them to um, ever have to wonder what would happen if I if something was to happen to me today. Mm -hmm. Are they taken care of? Right. Whereas I've seen in the past where something happened to a family member and everybody is scraping up something mm -hmm. to just you know bury them. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, that's not what I want to leave for my girls or grandkids if they choose to have kids. Mm -hmm. And so now is that time for, um, and because you, when your parents don't verbally tell you or show you how that's done, then you kind of have to do it for yourself. Yeah. And so while it might be a challenge now, it's going to be easy for Sydney and Christian because my mom showed me the way. So, so when you say, when you say challenge, you're just saying like building the, building the infrastructure. Mm -hmm. It begins that rotation of generational wealth or wealth growing or legacy as your, uh, but 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 you're kind of like at the beginning, so all of the effort and all the energy is starting with you because you're you're trying to get the boulder rolling. Is that right. What it is. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah. All right. So now now you mentioned about one of your real estate challenges, right? And you said that um, it's about people's trust. So what are you what are you experiencing out there to where people people are not believing that you know what you're doing or people not trusting your confidence? Is that something that you're seeing? So this is what people do. My sister said <laughs> that you can get this, that, and the other. And um I, wait, so is your you have to educate the people on the whole real estate process and how the the loan process goes and and so meeting people for the first time they you know 
Well, if it's somebody that knows you, then they know that you know what you're talking about. Cause you oh, do they? Because even with some of my people, man, they, they be second guessing. Like, well, man, cousin, you show Mike? I mean, cause so-and-so said, like, man, look, man, it's what I do. <laughs> right. And so it's like, well, um, I did have a client and I had to just, and sometimes you just have to be upfront with your clients. Listen, mm -hmm. either you're going to listen to your cousin, who's not a real estate agent, or you're going to listen to me, who's been in it for a minute. Mm -hmm. So, um, when did your aunt buy her house? Oh, she bought it like 30 years ago. Okay. <laughs> so the game has truly changed since 30 years ago. So I think that's the part of building or gaining their trust and, uh, you know, helping them understand that what they did or when they bought their house. I mean, like I bought three other houses mm -hmm. prior to the one that I just purchased. So was the process different then? Absolutely. Right. So again, the process change over time. Absolutely. And you have to trust that I'm here and I understand that the process and I'm here to let you know or guide you through that process. Mm -hmm. So do you do you see that as something that people are willing, like they're open and willing to accept? Like when you, even when you approach them that way, like do they give you any resistance or do they run off? No. They rock with you, right? Right, they rock with it because they understand, okay, she for real. And I feel like- It's all about how you say it too. Yeah, and the reason I want to pose that is because I feel like a lot of realtors, especially new realtors, are afraid to really approach their clients with that level of candor, right? Mm -hmm. Afraid that, oh man, if I tell them, hey, if I if I say, look, you're gonna listen to me, you listen to your cousin, mm -hmm. man, I'm a fire, that she rude, I'm a fire. But I think the reality, Brenda, is, is that our customers want that from us. Mm -hmm. Want that level of uh uh, okay. Well, it's just like our kids want a level of of uh, discipline. So we our, our 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 clients want a level of knowing that we know what we're talking about. And then it's crazy because they're like, "Oh yeah, I." So in their own research, I just read that <laughs> the very same thing that I just told you. They you you know you read about it. So, so maybe now they, they maybe they out here just testing us, Brain. They just testing the seed. That's we're about. <laughs> That's cool. Come on with it. Interesting to see what we're about. Mm -hmm. All right, perfect. Well, one of the things on my Monday Night Live yesterday uh, that I talked about as it related to that, uh, I came up with kind of three points, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna run them by you. So as it relates to getting people to trust or clients and customers to trust you and and understand that you know what you're doing, one of the things that I said was first you gotta be an expert. Like you really like if you want a person to trust your expertise, then you need to know what you're talking about. Like you need mm -hmm. to educated yourself you need to have taken classes you need to have read books gone to webinars you know done a certain amount of transactions um so you know that was i feel like is a big key in somebody taking your expertise or advice is that you're not just coming up to them with smoke and mirrors because i do believe that people can they can tell if you full of bs or not they can absolutely you're not prepared if you don't know what you're doing Mm -hmm. So one of the first things I said is you got to be an expert. Like you got to go out there and you got to get better at what your craft is on a, on a consistent basis. Uh, mm -hmm. I know, Brandy, you've been doing it for some time. Like, do you feel like that learning process ever ends for you as a realtor? Nope. What I learned from working with doctors who have been in the game longer than I've been alive is they will always tell you, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And if they can, here they are in their 60s and 70s. I think that's one tool that I've taken away from. I don't know everything. 
And if you tell your clients up front, they ask you a question, you know what, I'm not sure about that, but let me get right back with you. Absolutely. That's also telling them, oh, she's listening and she's engaging and I can't trust her. Absolutely. So yes, and then in order to grow, you gotta water the plant. So I'm, you know, I'm gonna go out and talk to um, loan officers. I'm gonna go out and talk to um, underwriters. Get you know, get an understanding of okay, that was then. What are we doing now? The rates are low. What are we doing? So even though the rates are low, your credit score gotta be. You know, they're raising a credit score. So these are things like you gotta consistently talk to people that you know that are in the game as well. And then read books too. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the, um, you know, one of the things that I'm constantly telling people is, is that, you know, for you to really learn this business, you got to do transactions, like, mm -hmm. you know, for it to really begin to connect the dots and, and it really start making sense to you is going to be done when you have, have done, have taken a client from the beginning and the all the way through all of the twists and turns of that real estate transaction. But even with that, you know, me being- No in, transaction is the same. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Even with that and me being in this thing for 16 years, I'm still seeing stuff that I was like, I ain't never seen that happen before. <laughs> so it's ever, it's, it's ever evolving. Uh, yeah. Another thing that, and you kind of spoke to it a little bit was as it relates to people accepting your advice and your expertise, I uh, had to do with listening, right? Listening with an empathetic ear, listening right. with the intent to help and to learn, to, to really diagnose the situation uh, so you can offer a solution. I think a lot of realtors, um, they're, they're, they're hearing the client or the customer, but they're only listening enough to be able to maybe prove something. Like they're trying to prove that they're right or, or trying to um, show, show the customer or the client how smart they are versus um, understanding what the client's real need is uh, and really guiding them through uh, giving them the best expert, you know, the, you know, ultimately identifying what the problem is so they can offer the right kind of expertise uh, that's right. needed. Like, so how do you yeah. feel like that? You, you feel realtors listen to their customers good enough? If you find the right realtor. <laughs> <laughs> so no, so honestly, um, there are some that are just, you know, arrogant because of, you know, the the amount of years that they've been into it. Um, but you never want just because you've been in it for 10 or 15 years to make you, oh, I know everything. You, we don't. Right. We don't know everything. And so you, when you come across those kind, you just, people, like you say, they know when we're, um, when it's BS. They know when it's BS. They will nicely walk away and move on to something. Right, and you and and, and you got to own that. If they fire you, you, you I'm pretty sure you got to own that. Mm -hmm. Even a good thing, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And then the last thing I said, defend it, right? You don't. You got to. There's a, there's a lot of us out here. If I'm an expert, I don't have to defend that, right? I feel mm -hmm. like expert as it relates to real estate. I feel like I'm an expert as it relates to being a broker. You know, I put in the years, put in the work. I feel like I'm an expert as as I, as it relates to coaching. So that's not something that I got to walk around town trying to defend from everybody. Like, I don't have to prove to you that I'm an expert, right? Mm -hmm. So no, your work should show what should speak for yourself. Absolutely. So it should be a matter of just serving. Like, if you're an expert, then mm -hmm. you should be looking for opportunities to serve your expertise, to help, to educate, to teach, not to 
looking for opportunities to where you can go prove to somebody that you know what you're talking about. So right. um, you shouldn't have to be out here defending. You know, if somebody does, this is what I said yesterday. If somebody is not wanting to accept your advice, just because you want to give somebody advice don't mean they got to accept it. Everybody has the autonomy and the freedom to accept your advice or not accept your advice. You can't be making people, you be out here trying to force people to, to believe what you got to say is right. And guess what? Just because they don't believe you don't mean it ain't the truth. But whether you believe me or not. It's I agree. I have to agree. Like, <laughs> it's almost one of those parenting things. Mm-hmm. When we're parenting, you know, we, we know, um, but our kids don't always believe mm-hmm. us. Or we can give the advice to our kids. That doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to take the advice. That's right. And so we have to understand, you know, on both sides of it, you know what I gave it is yours to accept or take. That's right. So, you know, like with my oldest one that's, you know, going, getting ready for college, let's look at all the pros and cons of it. I'm not going to tell her where, oh, you got to go to HBU because they gave you so much money. No, that mm-hmm. it, let's look at the pros and cons of it. And I'm going to give my advice, but at the end of the day, this is your choice. Right. And that's exactly how we should approach our customers, right? Not that the decision form, we're, right. we're there to get, give them as much, we're, we're there to give them the best information, right? Right. The best and that's one thing that I tell my clients is that I'm never going to pick your house for you because you got to live there. Right. I, I don't. Now right. I'm here to, let's talk about the pros and cons and what you said you wanted in the beginning. So let's talk about all of those things and then let's make it, you make the, you know, you make that decision for yourself. But I'm not going to ever tell you, oh, you got to pick that house. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Well, that is fun. That's phenomenal, uh, Brina. I knew it was going to be magical. I was like, man, Brina going to get out here and she going to kill it. So I know there's a lot of affiliates and new agents that are watching this. Uh, you've been dropping some gems. Uh, we got to see what that volleyball life looked like. So that like that's something I'm going to try to sway my daughters away from like, no, oh, no, we really want to do volleyball. Oh, you do. She does. But look, Laquana... Laquana's not going to let me get away with that. No way, man. She was a okay. captain. She be coaching volleyball. Like, oh, see, no, you got to do it. And, yeah. you know, so here's the thing. I was, I thought I was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I, I was always the cheerleader growing up. And so I thought that, you know, my girls were going to be cheerleaders because my dad was a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. So they should have been cheerleaders, right? Yeah. None of them were cheerleaders. Okay. They played basketball. They did. They Sydney, my oldest one is getting ready to start playing tennis again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Tanya, Tanya say volleyball is great. So we're going to rock with that. She says, okay. Um, right. okay. So, all right. So Brenda, you have any, any final, any, any, any last things that you want to share with anybody before we wrap things up? And then also, if you guys have anything uh, for Brenda that you want to ask, or even myself, you know, before we uh, shut this thing down, go ahead and chime in. But if you got anything, anything um, uh, that you want to share with them or leave with them, Brenda? I just think that, you know, um, this is make it a fun experience Mm -hmm. as, you know, buying a house is already stressful enough. And as if you could give as much information to your clients as, as much as possible, that would make the, um, the transaction or the experience for them as best as possible. And that's how we get the referrals and that's how we keep our business growing. Absolutely. All right, Brandon. So now this is for me. Um, do you, was this hard for you, Brina? Like being a guest on my podcast? No. 
It was, it, I mean, was it like super scary or any of that stuff? It was easy, right? Yeah. All right, well, tell these people that have not gone to my guest card to go <laughs> fill out the questionnaire so I can bring them on as a guest. Well, you know what? So this is what I did say this year. Um, I wanted to grow. I just want to grow in all aspects as a mm -hmm. teacher, as a real estate agent, as a mom. And so in order for me to get to those places, I have to be engaging, as we talked about before. So um, this year I did say that I was going to be more intentional on being um, visual in Brooks, for Brooks and Davis. So yes. this is my part in, in doing it. Um, yes. Can I share my form? I absolutely yeah. can. And actually all I do is, um, I was telling Michael the other day is I take the form. Do we have a, like a, a, a information form for our client? Because uh, I have my no, 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 no. You can they they want you can share it. So you want to share it in like the uh, group me or like how how would you want to share it to them? Um, I don't know. It's a link. No, it's not a link. Well, yeah. I haven't created that link yet. It's just a, a document. Oh, so it's like a physical form. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Could you email it to me? Okay. All right. If you email it to me, then I can get it distributed to Tanya and anybody else that may be interested in taking a look at it. Okay. All right. Perfect. I will do that. Um, all right, man. So yeah, you you getting some love. Kim gave you some love. Ty get some love. Yes, yes, Brandon, you do rock. Way to go. Great job. Sure appreciate it. Kim and I go back. Yes, way yeah. back. <laughs> She's known my girls since they were elementary. So wow. Phenomenal. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Brandon. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up. We'll be done. So let me uh, real quick. I always like to end it by reminding you guys of a couple of things. Uh, one is, you know, you get continuing education credit. So for those that stayed on the entire time, you had your video on the entire time, uh, then we're going to go ahead and uh, get your continuing education credit logged with Trek. Um, uh, all you had to do was just kind of show your face and be on the whole time. Uh, again, you may be checking this out, you know, Brenda's going to get a copy of this file. She's going to send it out to her people. We're going to send it out. Um, and you may, you know, you may be a realtor and you're looking for the kind of environment that we talked about here today. You're look, you're looking for uh, nurturing and development and, and the coaching and, and the things that we offer. So if that's the case, let's schedule an online or in-person company introduction by going to that link. Um, and then you can definitely learn more about it. Um, and then, you know, follow us on social media. So, you know, again, our YouTube, our Facebook, you know, there are great places to start to learn a lot about Brooks and Davis, uh, to see our programming, to see what we offer, things like that. So I, I, I highly encourage you subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, and like our Facebook. It's kind of like what Brina said, it's all Brooks and Davis real estate firm. So you ain't got to guess, it's real easy to uh, find us. Uh, and then if you want, you can engage with me on my platforms, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, and all of that's Michael G. Davis. Uh, so I'm real easy to find there. Uh, again, we got some great events coming up this week. Uh, tomorrow, we're bringing in an inspector. So uh, if you want to learn more about that, it's a lunch and learn. So he's providing lunch. I need you to go ahead and reserve your spot, get registered today. Uh, the, you know, the RSVP link. Um, it's real easy. If you don't have the RSVP link, you can always call into the office and we can get you, we can get you reserved. Um, and then we have our study hall coming on Thursday and the um, concealed handgun license class happening on Friday, uh, Saturday. Okay. Uh, so with that being said, man, look, you all rock. 
Uh, Brenda, thank you so much. Uh, if you have not filled out the guest uh, card and you want to be a part of the podcast, I want you to be a part of the podcast. Uh, let me let me know when I can get that link to your ASAP and we can get you scheduled. Um, with that being said, you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll be seeing you soon. Uh, this is Michael Davis, broker CEO, Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. Looking forward to coaching you into the cosmos. It's time to take off. I'm going to take off. Y'all have a great one.